Yes. But then in Colorado, I got to be a little bit more of who I really am, which was connecting with people. Because when I, I, this is maybe a judgment and I apologize to anyone. I mean, no offense to anyone, but when I was on the East coast and, you know, born in DC, raised in Northern Virginia, I kind of noticed that people were, um, kind of like skimmed by people. Nobody really, at least in Northern Virginia where I was raised, it was just very hectic. It was very stressful and everybody was like out to survive and they weren't really being creative. But when I, and, and, and back East, it was kind of like, so what do you do? How much do you make? You know, that kind of an attitude that I yeah. noticed. You know, and I, I lived all around the federal government, but I never worked for the federal government. I always worked in the commercial industries like Xerox Corporation and, and I liked being of service and I liked training people and such. And then I go out to Colorado and I feel a completely different environment. It was so laid back. It was like, wow, <laughs> so people are really like this? Okay. And they would really ask you more like, well, who are you? You know, they were more about who are you? And I really like that. And to overcome, you must educate. Educate not only yourself, but educate anyone seeking to learn. We are all dead America. We can all learn something. To learn, we must challenge what we already understand. The way we do that is through conversation. Sometimes we have conversations with others. However, some of the best conversations happen with ourselves. Reach out and challenge yourself. Let's dive in and learn something right now. Today we are speaking with Tracy Wittett. She is a co-author of a book called The Magi Within. Also, she came up and coined a phrase and actually developed a process called transmosis energy healing. Tracy, could you please introduce yourself, let people know a little bit about you, and we'll go from there. Sure. Thank you very much for having me on your show, Ed. I really appreciate it, and I like the work that you're doing, allowing all of us to speak and enliven each other, because it is a collective. It does take a village, you know, to to be the best that we can be and to improve society and the world and all that. So um, my name is Tracy Wittett. I have um, had a regular normal life. <laughs> I worked in corporate America, which is not so great, but I did that uh, for 40 plus years. And uh, currently I live in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I've always been in corporate America doing the corporate job, whether it was I don't know, research and development, medical field, all of that. I'm not a nurse, but I've always worked in the medical field. So I'm very interested in, in nutrition and holistic health and um, seeing, I, I guess I think I'm like a complimentary caregiver because it's kind of a mix between the medical world and the spiritual world. And uh, so what I like to do is energy work. I've taken so many courses and so many classes. I'm just naturally inclined and interested in that. 
and I'll do anything to heal, whether it's on the physical level, the emotional level, the mental level, the spiritual level. And I seem to have a proclivity towards the spiritual level. I'm not a minister. Well, I am a minister, but I don't have a church or any of that. But I, I seem to have a unique divine connection to the inner worlds that we all have. But we are so entrained in our life and in our world to um, think that the everything that we see outside our body is real. And if we listen to science, it's all waves and light and energy moving and it's not solid, but it sure looks like it. So I like to heal on every level and I help people access maybe even information that they weren't aware of um, that can assist them to break free of some kind of a pattern or something that somebody's had for a really long time. I really like to serve. So that's kind of me. I'm like, I'm very grounded, but yet I'm also out there <laughs> to some people's standards. Um, I don't see it as out there. I see it as, a, as being of service to people and offering another perspective so that we can all relate to each other and connect through our hearts. It's not just our minds, it's our yeah. hearts. And, you know, it's like humanity. Why can't we all get along kind of a thing? <laughs> Yeah. Well, when you find the answer, I want to be the first on the list to get the answer <laughs> because that's a journey that we're all on. Uh, this yeah. world is very hard and the perception and the intuition that we get, it's not always right, you know, and to say that we're wrong is not easy all the time. So reaching out and discovering new things and looking into interesting topics that's what makes your life worth living and when we close our world off to others it's an entrapment so right. we really have to look to others for inspiration guidance and you know those things that we are stuck in so tell us a little bit about how you coined the phrase uh, transmosis energy healing and what that actually entails sure. with the process. Um, once I was living up in Colorado, I'm in Santa Fe now, Santa Fe, New Mexico, and I'm originally from the East Coast. And so everything on the East Coast is pretty much walk with me, talk with me, let's, you know, make the almighty dollar. And, and I was all in that and, you know, had a lovely life living back on the East coast. But then in Colorado, I got to be a little bit more of who I really am, which was connecting with people. Cause when I, I, this is maybe a judgment and I apologize to anyone. I mean, no offense to anyone, but when I was on the East coast and, you know, born in DC, raised in Northern Virginia, I kind of noticed that people were, um, kind of like skimmed by people. Nobody really, at least in Northern Virginia where I was raised, it was just very hectic. It was very stressful and everybody was like out to survive and they weren't really being creative. But when I, and, and, and back East, it was kind of like, so what do you do? How much do you make? You know, that kind of an attitude that I yeah. noticed. 
you know, and I, I looked all around the federal government, but I never worked for the federal government. I always worked in the commercial industries like Xerox Corporation and, and I liked being of service and I liked training people and such. And then I go out to Colorado and I feel a completely different environment. It was so laid back. It was like, wow, <laughs> so people are really like this? Okay. And they would really ask you more like, well, who are you? You know, they were more about who are you? And I really like that. And one day I went for an interview at the University of Colorado Health Sciences Center for a doctor. And he did research and um, I got to work in his office. He did hire me, but I wore a crystal and I never would have done that <laughs> around my neck um, in an interview. And so he always kidded me about that kind of thing because people are curious, you know, and I was feeling a little more adventurous of being who I really am. So I wore a crystal to my interview and, and I've met so many lovely people and, and I took Reiki back in Virginia and then I took Reiki again um, in Colorado and became a Reiki master and taught classes. But all the while I'm always working full time, you know, and I would do my energy work on the side. And I was married and I had a son and I had two stepchildren and I worked full time and my husband worked full time. We had lots of dogs. So it was just a regular old life. Right. And one day I thought, okay, I'm going to put my business card at this little natural health food store. And a woman who I did not know called me and made an appointment. She came over to have a Reiki session. So I had her on the bodywork table and I had my hands on her torso, like over her liver or something. And on the inner, I heard the word transmosis and I didn't know what that meant. So I had a whiteboard behind me. So I wrote transmosis down. So I would, you know, still focus on the session, but then remember that later. And I asked everybody I knew, what is transmosis? Like people that did channeling or whatever that maybe they could access some information that I couldn't and uh, nobody could tell me. <laughs> so I started researching like trans, like transmutation, transformation, you know, what's the root word trans mean like to transfer. And then I looked up osmosis because Moses didn't exist. And that's like where you have more concentration on one side of the membrane than the other. And it kind of like through osmosis draws you through. So this is the definition that spirit gave me when I finally just said, okay, let me ask myself, what is transmosis? And it is an unconscious transfer and assimilation of higher energies to raise the recipient's energy to equal the source energy. Now, I don't talk like that. <laughs> so that's how I knew it was coming from the divine, from spirit. And it kind of made sense to me. And what I feel happens in a session with someone is that we call in 100% pure divine light because there are lower frequencies in our world, as we know. And the light always prevails. It, it, the dark, let's say there's a scale from one to 10, 10 would be light. And then nine through one would be the dark or the lower frequencies. And we are spirit and matter. We're both, you know, we look solid, but we're really just wavelengths and light and sound flowing through our bodies. It seems like we're solid, but we're not. And what I noticed is that the work that I do, I'll just share the protocol, if that's okay. Just kind of like what sure. setup of what Please it is. Do. So if someone says, hey, I want to have a session, what is this? Um, 
I would ask you to fill out a form. What do you want to work on physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually? Because we're, we're whole, but we get wounds and disconnects throughout our life, whether we fall down and scrape our knee, somebody passes away when we're young, um, abuse, accidents, all these things happen. And so I feel that everything is spirit and matter. You know, there's formless and form. So sometimes when we have traumatic events, we can kind of like get disconnected and we leave our body consciously, if, it, if we're talking consciousness. And those pieces of energy that have life to them get stuck in the past. Like a lot of times people have traumatic events happen that run their life in this now moment, even though that's not happening. So energy can get stuck. And what I've learned that can happen is when you, let's say it's you, you tell me you want to work on whatever, physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. What I've done with my work, I, I took a class called multidimensional body balancing. And when I had an energy clearing, I realized, oh my gosh, they're giving function and form and structure to what I was doing naturally because I would share with people what I would hear and what I would see on the inner. And it seemed to make sense. And sometimes it created great healings for people. So in this multidimensional body balancing class, there were so many things that could cause these wounds and disconnects to occur in someone. And I took, a, I made a map, I'm sure your listeners can't see it, but I took everything that it could possibly be and put it on one piece of paper eight and a half by 11. And I don't know if you've ever heard of um, applied kinesiology. Have you ever heard of that? Ed? I have not. I have not. So sometimes when you go to a chiropractor, they will use applied kinesiology and they'll basically ask your body, what does it need? And they muscle test you. And it's kind of like the knee, knee jerk response when you go to the doctor and they pump at your knee and it just jerks automatically. It's a neuromuscular response. Hmm. So applied kinesiology is kind of like energy in motion. So your body doesn't lie. It's, it's like your vessel, it's your vehicle. It, 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 is, it is physically here, but it's also got spirit, you know, like we're consciousness, we're soul. And we're crammed into these bodies, these meat suits, <laughs> and we think that's all there is, but there's a lot of things that we can't see that exist. So yeah. I take my map, you tell me what you want to work on, and then I call in your guides of 100% pure divine light, because I want to make sure I'm working with no trickery or any of that. And then I call in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And then I ask, what is for Ed, for this example, what is for Ed's highest and greatest good for himself and for all concerned? Because we're all one. It's all one energy. We all came from the same source, whether you think of it scientifically or if you think of it spiritually, we're all one. And we all have the same feelings and emotions and traumas and disconnects and joys and happiness. But how do you keep that in balance? And if you have a lot of trauma and disconnects in your life, those energies can get stuck in the past. I'm sure you've heard of um, like our adrenal response when you have stress, it's fight, flight, 
or freeze. It's kind of like a freeze. They get stuck. These energies get stuck. So when we get together, you tell me what you want to work on. We kind of go over your list and then we go over my list. And it's kind of like throwing it all up into the energetic soup. And our guides are listening. And so then we consecrate the session. And I say, um, I call in Ed's guides of 100% pure divine light. I call in my guides of 100% pure divine light. And we ask for Ed's highest and greatest good to be done for himself and for all concerned. And then I close my eyes and I ask, show me. And then I get guided as to what I should start with. And some of the things that show up would be like our DNA. Sometimes we inherit things that aren't even ours, whether it's behavior, whether it's genetic predispositions to disease, you know, through our health, through our inherited genetic codes. So I ask, and let's say it's on your mother's side of the family, 50 generations back, something and things were happening in your mother's side of the family. And so if we live in a holographic universe, everything looks and seems real, but it's actually like a hologram. So I pull up all of your mother's side of the family 50 generations back. And I just look at them. And for me, I guess I'm kind of funny. Um, I see them in my mind's eye, like paper dolls, all connected together, like paper, just a symbol. Yeah. And uh, yeah. sometimes it looks like white paper. And sometimes it looks like it has a little sienna brown or darkness or spots or whatever. So it doesn't matter what happened, even though it does matter. But in this work, we just pull up the whole genetic line of your mother's side of the family and we place them into the separation room and we, we bind and gag all misqualified energies that were causing havoc in your life as well as theirs because that's stuck energy. And then we use light to clean it up. So we call forth the violet consuming flame Please clean, clear, cleanse, heal, harmonize, and balance all misqualified energies on Ed's mother's side of the family 50 generations back. And we don't realize how powerful we are. I mean, we can command through our sound, through our voice, what we want, just like we can visualize what we want. And by calling in our spiritual guidance of 100% pure divine light, it's like we have this entourage that helps us clean up our bodies on all levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions. Because I personally believe that soul is eternal and it doesn't die, even though our dogs pass away or our mothers and fathers and you know our relatives, I still feel like there's a part of them that still exists in consciousness. So back to the clearing, we clean it all up with the light and we use these wonderful phrases that basically if you tell energies what to do, they do it. So for example, are you familiar with the chakra system? A little bit. Yeah, so we have a nervous system, which is like our brain and our spinal cord. And then that's our central nervous system. And then we have these peripheral nerves that come out from the spinal cord 
that attach to the organs and the cells and tells everybody what to do in our body. You know, it's pretty smart. It just has this innate spiritual intelligence. And then the endocrine system would be like our thyroid, which controls metabolism. Our adrenals are above our kidneys. And that those are the hormones for the fight or flight, running away from the saber-toothed tiger. You know, there's chronic stress and acute stress. And the chronic stress is what can wear us down because it's just on all the time. We get stuck in the fight or flight response. And so the nervous system talks to the endocrine system, which energetically talks to the chakra system. And the chakra system is in our bodies. We can't, I can't see them with my eyes open, but sometimes flashes of light will come if my eyes are open. But basically they're like flashlights in our body. And so the root chakra would be like a flashlight that faces down towards the ground. And then right below our belly button, would be the sacral chakra. And they're the color of the rainbow typically. So it's like red is root, orange would be the sacral chakra. Our solar plexus is yellow. And then our heart is green, our throat is blue. Our spiritual eye, like the pineal and the pituitary gland connects. And that would be like a violet. And then our crown, like the halo would be white. And so these are energetic parts of our body that exist, but we don't necessarily see them. And back to your mom, who's in the separation room and all her relatives, we're cleaning them all up, right? With the, with the violet light. And we can even call in the purple transmuting flame and transmute all these lower frequencies to higher frequencies. And it's all done with love. And it's all done with, our connection to the divine, to ourself, to our soul, and to all the beings of light that work with us, whether you wanna call them archangels, ascended masters, many different religions have different gods. Whatever you, I'm just gonna call it the divine because I don't wanna offend anyone or align and agree with anyone or you know, disagree. I, I just want to call it the divine because I feel like everybody can relate to that. And, uh, and to me, the divine is 100% pure divine light. So after we clean up your mom and her relatives 50 generations back, we ask, is there anything else that you need? Because if you give the soul or the spirit what it needs, healing occurs. And if they say no, I kind of can tell if they say yes or no, everything's good. Okay, great. You know how the universe likes a vacuum. So we don't want to just clean out all this stuff that we don't need to know the story of, but we just clear it all up. But then we fill it back up with liquid golden light to heal and seal all those rips, tears, disconnects, wounds, all of that stuff. We heal and seal it with golden liquid light. So nothing else can come in and take its place because it's open. And then we anchor and hold with divine protection of truth, wisdom, and healing love. And then we send them back to where they came from and we move on. At least that's how it works for me in the session. And 1% of us is visible and 99% of us is kind of invisible. And we have many different bodies, B-O-D-I-E-S, bodies. We have a physical body, a super physical body, an emotional body, 
a causal body. Nobody's probably heard of the causal body, but that's kind of like where all our memories are stored. And if anyone believes in past lives, that's where the past lives and the Akashic records would be located. So we have all of these different bodies, like the mental body, the etheric body, the soul body. And then we have the endocrine system, the chakra system, and the nervous system. Well, 80% of the time, if we had any kind of a, a wound or a disconnect, it happens in one of those three systems of our body. And sometimes it's in different bodies. So I know this is a stretch for some people listening, but it really seems to work because sometimes people, I get told, I hear that we should work in the soul body of the nervous system. Now, who on this planet isn't stressed out right now with everything going on with the external energies pummeling us, whether it's even solar flares, things that we can't see, but we can feel or earthquakes or tsunamis or, you know, the economy, all of these things are in our reality and in our world, but there are things that we can't see that I work with 100% pure divine light to clean it up for the individual. And I like doing it because it reconnects people to who they really are. We forget that we are a spirit having a human experience. And it doesn't really matter what the belief system is because sometimes our beliefs can limit us. You know, if we, if we believe one thing, if we believe a story that happened to us when we were three years old and it was because, you know, you could just make up a story, a three-year-old is going to draw conclusions different than the adult will. But what's so interesting is that that little child, that belief and that statement can still be running our life in this present moment. And so a session with me is simply loving and compassionate inspirational messages. And, and I record all of the sessions and I send it to someone afterwards, the person that wants to have a session, because I just want them to be present and just experience something new and lighter. Because if you clean, it's just like the osmosis thing. You, you, you get uplifted to the level of divine perspective that is where you're at right now. It's like removing weight. It's like removing energies that don't serve you any longer. They served you when you were a little kid or, you know, at work or whatever. It served you. But when you let go of these limiting patterns that we might not even be aware of, lives change and they get better and simpler. One of the greatest testimonials, if I may share, I put it on my brochure. This woman after a session wrote me and she said, I feel as if I received a full reboot that calmed and reset my nervous system, opened my heart and restored my trust in myself and the universe. I'm like, yes. You know, I that's didn't well know what written. she experienced. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah. well written. It, yeah, she did great. And I loved it because it, it's inspirational to know that we are so much more powerful than we even have a clue. And it's not woo-woo, it's real. It really helps people reconnect with their innermost self on all these levels, layers, timelines, and dimensions. And yeah, yeah, it's great to serve people this way. Energy, you know, 
the words that you speak, they they do produce energies, and what you speak actually manifests. And there's been studies and experiments by taking fruit, putting it in a baggie, pinning it to the wall, and doing it opposite where you're speaking negative to one and positive to the other. And that fruit rots quicker than the positive acceptance. So, you know, there is evidence of this negative and positive. If we are in tune with reality, which many of us aren't, and that's not shocking at all, because, you know, this is a confusing world and so many of the unseen things can be trickery to us because we have no clue and it, it just mind boggles us and we get stuck like you said earlier. Yeah. I like the word transmosis because, you know, osmosis is a cleansing and trans means to get over it so getting over it through a cleansing is really the way many of us find healing and there's different ways we do this but it's interesting what you've come up with do you have uh i know your book I listened to a few podcasts that you've been on and listened about the book. It's interesting how that came about, and it seems like it was meant to happen. It, it, it was already ordained in a way. Mm -hmm. Could you talk to us about the process of writing that book? Yeah, that was very interesting. I was, <clears throat> I was at the grocery store one evening in Longmont, Colorado, and a friend that I worked with at the medical device company, the corporate America company I worked with, she's a nurse, and she had just had a session with her lifelong friend who was an astrologer, and she said, you know, I really think we all should do a project together, and I'm so used to being in the support role that I said, well, I would love to do that because I love meeting new people and, and connecting and reconnecting and and creating that I said, but I don't want to be your admin. I don't want to be your support person. She says, oh, no, no, I wouldn't be like that. So we went to Boulder, Colorado to this friend's house, Sandra, Sandra Lee Serio. She's an amazing astrologer. And somehow through our, our conversation, there were four of us and we decided to write a book together. And we were like, well, what are we going to write? What, what, who's our audience? And and, and how can we pull together all of our qualities? So we have an astrologer, we have a nurse, we have me that does support and admin and energy work, and we had an interior designer. And oddly, what came up was to teach people about intuition, like how can we create a workbook that would allow people to connect to their, their inner gifts? And it morphed through time, which is so interesting because you can... The nurse decided not to work with us any longer. She, she went out and did other things for herself. So three of us worked together. And one day it just popped into my mind. And it's like, how about the Magi within? 
that works, you know, because there's three of us. Yeah, we're female. We're not the three wise men <laughs> from Christianity, but, but, you know, it kind of like gets to the, to the creative part of us that we want to connect to. And we were going to use like gemstones for, e and we decided to use each and every letter of the alphabet, like A, B, all the way through Z. And, but I had a really hard time finding a gemstone that would match up to the letter X. <laughs> like, I don't know if we can do this or not. And what is so interesting, I think, is how to have three people write one book. You know, the, the energy style, the, the, the tense, all of it. And so we created a template and it would be like, kindness that was uh, that was the first one was k for kindness and who doesn't need more kindness in this world right so um it was basically a google image of kindness like what does that look like right and it was flowers and <laughs> i don't know why and then um we can't use that for copyright purposes so each of us would write whatever letter we were given and then whatever word came like E was energy and X was X factor. And then we found a quote that kind of had to do with the topic, whether it was awareness or kindness or flow, all these things that had to do with intuition. And um, so five or six, seven, eight chapters was mine, 10 were Vicky's, you know, and the others were Sandra Lee. And we would just, meet every other weekend on a Saturday because we all worked full time and we'd come with our chapter and then we would read about it and say yeah no and so we all it, it was such a cool collaborative event it took us a couple years because we did it every other weekend and um, after we each wrote a chapter Sandra Lee had a projector and I had a computer and we would connect it to the wall and we would edit our own book together. Oh no, let's change that. And people are gonna get that, you know, that's too woo woo, what do we do here? And, and so the whole process was way cool. And then, then we gave it to our editor who was making it into an ebook and was creating a Facebook page and doing all this for us. We decided to create our own art because we couldn't use the Google images because we'd get in trouble. So that was also another cool experience where Vicky was the only artist, really. I guess I used to play arts and crafts when I was a kid, you know, but I love to create. So we got 18, was it 18 by 24 sized canvases? And then we, we applied our own process. So what you do is you just kind of go within and you go into the center of your head, like into the pineal and in the, in the very center of your head. And then we would just breathe and center and connect with our inner world. And then we would all think about, for example, awareness for A. Like, how do you draw a picture of awareness? <laughs> and I remember feeling, oh, I'm feeling like celery green, like could be the background. Okay. And um, the image that we had with the Google Docs was like a a beautiful Asian woman or something looking down and she had like a pinpoint of light coming out of her third eye. And so we created the artwork to kind of emulate that, but it was ours. And we used gold foil and 
And so like, we kind of like prayed upon it and meditated to get what we would draw, like kindness with the flowers. And, and so we did all of our, our own artwork and took photographs of it and put that in the chapters. So the artwork is actually activating as well. So you could think of a letter A to Z, or you could just open the book and see what letter you got. And then you would practice that all day long, like kindness. Like if you're driving to work and you realized you're like beep, beep, beep and flipping people off or whatever, <laughs> you know, you look at, are you being kind to others? Or if yeah. someone does that to you, you could like forgive them and say, oh, you must be late for work. That's all right. You know, whatever. So it's just a real act to connect to your inner gifts, to your inner self and to empower yourself so that you, um, so you're a better person, you're more whole, and you are working with yourself. It's you and the divine, it's you and your inner gifts. And yeah. it really serves people to empower themselves. And I don't want to get negative, but it's like, you don't want to believe everything you hear. I worked at a newspaper. Right. I worked at a newspaper in Longmont <laughs> during 9-11, for example. And oh, I had this yeah. interesting experience. So this is weird. But when I was a kid, I would watch cartoons, right? And they would say in the little cartoon, extra, extra, read all about it. And I never knew what that meant. Well, when I worked at the newspaper, it's like they do their, their run that night. But then when the 9-11 thing happened, they did an extra run. And they did it on their own dime. You know, they, they pulled together four pages of all the information that they knew about at the time. And I walked all through Fort Collins, Colorado, handing out this piece of extra newspaper. And the reactions from all the people was so interesting. Some people were so gracious. Oh, thank you. I want to know what's going on. And other people were like, oh, you newspaper media people, you this and that. You know, it was like the opposite day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just really, I don't want people to believe everything that they are being told. I want people to be empowered and trust their own self and use discernment and discrimination with all the information that's in our world. And I really want to empower people to connect to themselves. And you said something interesting. I think you said, you know, we don't always want to be right or wrong. You know, that's duality, like in the realm that we live in. But when you actually really connect deeply within yourself, all of that can go away. And it just becomes one thing, love and compassion. And it's not fake. It's not just words of wisdom or it's a direct experience that each and each and every person can have. But if we have a lot of energies that are pummeling us or that are still stuck in our system, we can't actually see as clear as possible. And we may not be able to reach our full potential that it would be possible if we were purifying ourselves daily. And I mean, connecting with yourself daily, whether it's however you want. But what I personally do is I do my process. I connect to the pineal gland. I ground to the center of the earth. I connect up to source. That's how I imagine it, like that ocean of love. And I open up my heart as wide as possible. And I declare myself a vehicle for the divine. 
so that I can actually uplift myself so that I can be a divine human being rather than just a human doing, <laughs> you know, yeah. And, yeah. and just contemplate, contemplate words like kindness and be with that all day and just kind of like teach yourself, be your own loving parent, be your own divine self. I don't know where I all think these that's very important. From. It is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you said a lot that matters there. And, you know, if we tune into ourselves and tune out other things, it's amazing what transforms within us. And And it's, like you say, a lot of people that are in the hurry of the now, they call it woo-woo and, yeah. you know, they they dismiss it. Well, I've learned not to dismiss what the universe throws at you. No matter what you believe, there's a reason for everything. And yep. if we dismiss it, we'll never figure it out. We have to address it. And if we don't understand it, that's when you collaborate. That's when you reach out of yourself. And you have to be in tune with those energies they're good and they're bad, negative, positive. What you attach yourself to is the direction you're going to flow. Yep. And that's very important. So a lot of what you are speaking of, there's a lot to it. It's confusing to a lot of people because they don't really understand it. Yeah. So with that being said, how can people connect before we go there do you have a call to action for people well i would invite everyone to you know not to be selfish for me to provide the service for individuals i mean i could send people to my website and you can read about it and you can schedule a session and and hopefully feel better. Yeah, I know you would feel better. And um, I think it's each and every, I, our, my call to action would be to ask each and every person listening or viewing this to take responsibility for your life in a loving way. You know, you, you can choose to eat organic food or drink pure water and think happy thoughts and and this isn't like to sugarcoat it. It's like a lifestyle. I would invite each and every person to empower themselves to learn more about being whole, being a whole person. And, and um, I, I, it's so hard to put the invisible worlds into, into words. And I've, I've been working hard on it, but it's, it's each and every person's divine birthright to be their strengths and not their weaknesses, like to focus on what they're good at and bring your gifts. And I ask that you offer your gifts to the world and contribute because self-love is most important. I can say that I've learned a lot through not having a high self-esteem or high confidence and things like that. You know, I, I kind of feel like the, the world Life has been my greatest teacher. And by following my inner guidance and, 
and aligning with my soul's direction. You know, there's a saying, um, it's much easier to ride the horse in the direction it's going than to resist it, like to sit backwards and <laughs> go the other way yeah. or whatever, you know, just see yeah. what is in, you know, harmony. If we could just raise our frequency, however that could be. And, you know, I'm not saying don't drink, don't smoke, but kind of don't, <laughs> you know, do whatever you can to raise your frequency so that you can be as healthy and that you can contribute to this world in the highest and greatest way that you individually can, because you came here to this world, to this universe, to this planet, to learn lessons, to offer your gifts, to love one another. Um, I, I really know that to be true. And I'm not saying that I don't get depressed in all of that, I do. And then I just kind of, rely on my loved ones and I rely on the divine partners that I have in these realms and I do my best to help myself and there's times when I I felt recently I felt so weird like I didn't know what was going on I felt really like really 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 insecure is the closest way to say what it was and I I realized that no one could really help me. I had to go within and I did transmosis on myself and I cleared up my generational line and, and I had this experience of images, almost like when someone is reading a story to you, when you're a kid, you kind of go into the imaginary realms and you imagine what they're saying. I was doing that for myself. So talk about multitasking and multidimensional body balancing, but I truly know that I felt better after I took care of myself. And I was able to, I, somehow I rebalanced myself. So if you don't know how to do that, you could maybe reach out to a friend. You could reach out to me. I mean, I'm available. And um, I, I feel like it's each and every one of us's responsibility to be the best person we can be so that we can collectively change this world into a better place and and to elevate each other so that we can um, compassionately create peace on this planet and we have to start with ourselves. we have to start with the inner peace inside and however that works for you and I have so many things I can offer and I've just been focusing on the transmosis energy healing because it works and it's a unique way that I can give to the world and help people holistically and to reignite them to their, their true self, their true divine nature. Um, when you say call to action, I think of advertising. <laughs> and I, I don't, <laughs> but, you know, you could go to my website and just kind of not do anything or receive a free gift. I, I do have the Magi Within for sale on Amazon, but I also have a PDF version of it for free on my website, which is tracywittet.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-W-H-I-T-T-E-T.com. And um, if I can't help, if someone reaches out and I can't help you, I would refer you to someone that could if I don't have that expertise. And I 
am allowing myself to be creative and write what comes to me. So some mornings when I'm contemplating and reconnecting with myself every morning, I'll hear a sentence and I'll write it in my journal and they've turned into quatrains. Somehow I write these four lines mm. that are very inspirational. So I invite people to sign up for the free ebook and on the website and maybe even visit the blog page because, you know, we're busy. And to see a beautiful inspirational photograph with four short lines to inspire you to have a great day. I mean, I just offer that. It's free. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope that's And clear. needed. Yeah. The, you know, if you actually start your day off with something positive, even though you feel negative, it's going to get better. So, yeah, that would be a great way to start the day. Reach out, yeah. get something positive in you, and it's a much better way to approach the world. Yes. Tracy, how can people get a hold of you? Um, you can go to my website, tracywittett.com, T-R-A-C-E-Y-W-H-I-T-T-E-T.com. And you can schedule in a session with me if you like, get the free ebook, look at the quatrains. Um, it's real simple. Or if I could even give my phone number, you could text. And I would respond, you know, I'm, I'm new at bringing myself out into the world because I'm actually kind of shy. <laughs> so this is big work that I'm doing <laughs> to put words behind this, this soul work that I do. And um, yeah, each and every time I get to talk to someone in an interview, it helps me ground it even further and try and simplify it because I could go in so many different directions and give so many um, tools of empowerment, but I'm just right now focusing on transmosis to help as many people as I can. Thank you. Well, you know, we need a world filled with Tracy's that are out there <laughs> trying to do something instead of mope. So I, I want to say thank you. Thank for being on the Dead America podcast. It's been a great time speaking with you. Thank you. You have a beautiful day and enjoy the rest of your afternoon, Tracy. Thank you very much. Appreciate you. Thank you for joining us today. If you found this podcast enlightening, entertaining, educational in any way, please share, like, subscribe, and join us right back here next week for another great episode of Dead America Podcast. I'm Ed Waters, your host. Enjoy your afternoon, wherever you may be.